You're listening to an Art Smitten interview, and today we are talking to one of the stars of the new Train Spot in Live, which is Erin in Melbourne. Uh, during the Comedy Festival, we're speaking to Gavin Ross, who plays Renton. How are you doing, Gavin? I'm good, guys. How are you? Not too bad, man. Uh, so I just saw the show last night. It was something I'd never really seen before, I would yeah. say. Uh, yeah. it's quite an experience. How did you get involved with the production? I've actually been doing this now for three years. It's been pretty intense, nearly 600 performances, 300 of them in the last six months. <laughs> and um, yeah, I got involved, like Greg, who plays Tommy, Greg Esplin, he started In Your Face Theatre, which is our theatre company, back in like 2012. And um, we all went to college together. So like we studied acting in Edinburgh, Edinburgh's Telford College, which is now the Edinburgh College. They sort of like amalgamated them all and put them all into the, the one college. And um he started his theatre company. He started it, his idea was he was a bit disenfranchised because he was at university and he was doing an acting course, but he was sold something that wasn't what he thought it was. He was told it was something, and it ended up being very academic and sort of less practical for an acting course, of all things. So he started his theatre company with his grant money, and he was like, you know what, if I can't learn about the stuff I want to learn, I'm just going to do the stuff that I want to do. So we started his theatre company. He started the theatre company with the idea of... Um, immersive and visceral theatre so yeah that's how it kind of all came about and then we started doing train spotting in 2013 and uh been there ever since really (laughs) (laughs) so did you always want to be an actor actually when i was younger i wanted to be a paleontologist oh really yeah (laughs) i just really really loved dinosaurs (laughs) i mean what's not to what's not to love about dinosaurs but then um i actually kind of fell into this through accident i mean like I, i enjoyed doing drama in school in like high school but you know I, I ended up getting kicked out of school and then I sort of bummed around and did a lot of random odd jobs and just like plumbing and labouring that kind of thing and I was just you know you know you're right acting you know I'll, I'll, I'll enrol in the, the course and I did and then the stars aligned <laughs> I guess you could say yeah. so yeah so watching the play it kind of sparked a lot of questions because it deals <laughs> with a lot of different themes and yeah. like even just the way it's presented so I guess First question for me coming in, did you have to learn dance moves to all of the songs at the start for the club scene? Did you dance for a good half an hour there? Yeah, that was a very, very long rave last night. I remember and you, that. And you jumped right into the play right after that without, like, yeah. you know, catching a breath or anything. Yeah, it was intense. Yeah. yeah. It was really intense, but it really, really gets you going. It gets your blood pumping, especially when the audience are up dancing with you or, like, you know, they're reacting, they're, they're up for it, they're buzzing. It really, really makes the... Here's in the back of your neck stand up and you're like, oh, this is going to be a good one. Which I kind of prefer to like sort of traditional theatre where you're just sort of sitting in the wings and you're watching everyone come in and you're like, oh, look at this crowd. Or it was like, oh my God, look at this crowd, I'm really nervous. Whereas you just kind of, you're there, you're hugging them. <laughs> you're, you're sweating all over them. So, yeah, it's different. So it's like a, a different relationship, you think, with the audience when you've like had that experience with them before, I guess, the show has officially started even. Yeah, hmm. it really helps us sort of break the ice so then the audience kind of really know what they're in for. Like, they're not in for, like, a traditional sort of night at a theatre. So, yeah, um, and it also kind of helps us reset and also, especially when we do multiple shows at night, it helps us reset and focus our energy, the rave. But, yeah, it's physically tiring. But the dance moves, like, that's all me, man. That's all me. That's just me just doing my thing. You know, we just dance like no one's watching. Well, there's lots of people watching. <laughs> So there were moments in the play where you were naked. Yeah. Was this uncomfortable and also was stripping down part of the audition process? 
Um, no, actually, um, <laughs> not part of the audition process. But it's kind of weird because it's like nudity on stage. Like it's not a. It happens. It happens in the in this theatre world and nudity on stage. But there's nudity on stage, and then there's actually getting naked and jumping over people. You know, <laughs> when you're covered in stuff, shall we say? I don't want to yeah. give anything away. But um, yeah, I mean, how do I approach this? Um, I've kind of always been that guy. You know, like you know when like. You say you're at a party or whatever, like a house party, and things are getting a bit tense. You know, people are starting to fall out. I'll just, I'll just strip. I'll just take my clothes off, <laughs> and then people kind of look at each other like, you know what? Gav's naked now. It's not so we bad. Worry, it's not so bad. We, let's all be friends. <laughs> you know, yeah, that was all, that was always me. I was always that idiot, that naked guy at the parties. Yeah, I mean, it is daunting. I mean, you get naked, especially when like your friends and family are in the audience. But I mean, after six hundred shows, you kind of get desensitized to it. Like a lot. <laughs> um, talk, like mentioned auditioning before, but I'm I'm curious also like when you rehearsed like the naked scene, were you naked for all the rehearsals, or were you sort of did you start off clothes on and then um, um, what was that like? I just kind of jumped in. I was like, because mm. Greg is also uh, has to get naked at one point as well in the, in the play, so we kind of agreed. I remember this actually three years ago. How can I remember that? And it was like all the rehearsals and all the processes this this shows went through. I can still remember this. He was like, "Okay, so are you going to get naked?" I was like, "Nah, I, just, I think I'm just going to keep my my boxers on." And then I was just like, dove right into it. And he was like, "Oh, can't have him showing me up." So he did it as well. And I think like that was the very first rehearsal. So I think that really really helped us and um, getting prepared for it. I mean, like, also the first time we did the show, it was in a it was in December in Edinburgh in an old TA drill hall, which was actually colder inside than it was outside, if you can believe that in Edinburgh. So it was. Like, like minus five inside. Uh, yeah, I had three Adam's apples. It was that cold. <laughs> so the play was quite different to the film yeah. um, adaption of the novel. But have you met any of the cast of the uh, film or had experience with them? I have not actually, not personally. Um, okay. But Ewan Bremner has who plays Spud in the film and also played Renton in the stage version before the film was uh, conceptualized. He came to see us our first, our very first run. When we were just this mental theatre company that started doing train spotting, it was a two and a half hours long the show, no interval. It was more like promenade theatre back then as well, very very experimental, very very wanky, I guess you could say. <laughs> and now now we kind of took all that out. All the all the, it was some of the ideas were good and some of them have stuck, but um, it's like you got to just try stuff out really, and then yeah. whatever, whatever works you keep it after three years. But um, we were actually. We were represented at the, the T2 premiere in Edinburgh. Irvin Welsh managed to get us a ticket and a plus one. So we introduced a hat. So Begbie and Tommy went along and uh, they got to meet Robert Carlyle. Oh, awesome. And uh, Greg had a very, very brief word with Danny Boyle, I believe. Uh, couldn't get anywhere near McGregor, though, apparently. But <laughs> I mean, he's, he's the main man. It's Hollywood for you. Um, so, for each show, was there a long process to ha- kind of prepare yourself for it? Because there is a lot of movement, a lot of, like, physical physicality yeah. to it. Like, did you have to drink a lot of water or kind of prepare yourself? <laughs> it's funny because I actually pretty much on stage for 95% of the time. Yeah. Um, I don't get off stage until way, way past the halfway point. So, I do have a bottle of water stashed on stage near the very start. So, I'm just kind of... It's the one point where I just stop and I'm just kind of sat and I'm just literally... Downing water right there, right close to where you were sitting last night, actually. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then I'm off stage again, but I'm getting changed. I'm off stage for less than five minutes, maybe. So yeah, lots of water, lots of stretching beforehand, uh, vocal warm ups, very important. Yeah, I try not to overdo it with my warm up, so especially when I'm doing multiple shows, because like, there's no point in tying yourself out in a warm up. That's, that defeats the entire purpose of a warm up, I suppose. But yeah, you gotta make, make sure you eat well. 
just look after yourself, really. So since the show is so immersive and you do get in people's faces quite a bit, yeah. um, have you had complaints from people before? Yeah. Because I did see one man kind of look a bit uncomfortable last night. Yeah, yeah. It happens. It really does. Most of the time, if someone look, looks uncomfortable, we'll just leave them alone. But there are times where like, it's a set piece and we need to be there. And it needs to be there. It needs to happen there. So, yeah. Some people are really game. And then other people are just sort of like standoffish. And then, yeah, we've had a couple of complaints. But, I mean, like, it happens. It's not for everybody. But it's a very, very small minority of people who are not quite up for it. Because, I mean, if you're going to complain about an immersive show, like, especially towards the end of our show, then you've kind of missed the entire point and message of the play. Mm. You know, like, it's not about the immersiveness and stuff. I mean, it is to an extent. But, you know, it's the story is always going to be the main point of anything, really. It's not, like, gimmicky. You know, we walk that line. We know how, how far to go and how far not to go. But, yeah, we've had a couple of complaints. Um, a couple of people, especially with the toilet scene, uh, <laughs> on Twitter, like, people will tweet. <laughs> and then we'll just kind of say oh well it's not for everybody and then people will see that what's going on like, and then they'll just like sort of jump on that and they're just kind of like well you're missing the point it's really really funny just to stir that pot on social media <laughs> yeah like I said it's not for everybody yeah odd question but do you know what goes into making the uh, kind of uh, what, I, what gets thrown around I, the stage I know all too well I know all too well because I'm the one who makes it <laughs> <laughs> oh really what is yeah. it if you can tell us ah, it's a trade secret I'm afraid but oh, um, okay. yeah I make it, it's not because I don't trust anyone else to make it, well, it is because I don't trust anyone else to make it, because I mean, I have to lie in it every single night, so... It's not real, of course. No, it's definitely <laughs> not real, it's definitely not real, and it washes out. It's way harder to wash out your skin than it is your clothes. <laughs> but yeah, because I have to lie in it every night, I need to get a consistency right, or else it can be a right, right bugger to try and clean off. <laughs> Especially when you're on stage trying to clean it off. <laughs> Yeah, but like there are times where like they can go off a little bit, they can start to smell, so we change it regularly, just so you know. There's realism, and then there's way too much. They're like yeah. going too far, where <laughs> it actually, the line. yeah, where it actually starts to smell like vomit, no, and, well, you're, and you're just like, yeah, okay, let's change it. <laughs> have you ever have you been in other productions apart from Train Spot in Live? And do you have a favorite? This is definitely my favorite. Yeah, like hands down. That's why I'm still here after six hundred shows. <laughs> it's the best job I've ever had. We did a we did a show called The Hard Man, uh, which is a, another immersive show. It's about Glaswegian gangster uh, Jimmy Boyle. I feel free to look him up. He was a right right bad lot. <laughs> he was back in the seventies. I mean, like you try to sell a show to people like the one the only people who know who Jimmy Jimmy Boyle is, and they'll respond with, "Why would I ever want to go see a show about Jimmy Boyle?" And it's like, uh, yeah, we're not glorifying it. Mm. What he did. We we, in fact, we very much disagree with what he did, but it's just a story. In fact, actually, I think Begbie is like heavily based on Jimmy Boyle as well, especially in, in the later books where he's sort of like reformed. He's become an artist, and that's what Jimmy Boyle did. Uh, yeah, that was good fun. Um, we did that in bars, sort of like pub theatre, so we toured it and we put it on like function rooms. We did sort of, well, a mini tour in Scotland, you could say. We did Edinburgh, Glasgow, Paisley, Dundee. That was fun. That was really fun. And we also toured with, like, a an eight-piece ska band. Like, they did, like, a ska sort of funk sort of, like, fusion. And they were awesome. Unfortunately, they're not together anymore. But yeah. they were absolutely amazing. They were called Victorian Trout Conspiracy. And they were fantastic. Having them touring with us and doing, like, all the ambient music and then blasting out some songs. A little bit of Paolo Nutini. It was good, yeah. But, yeah, Trainspotting's been my favourite. And I've just been doing this solidly now since... August and in between that just taking a break from the, the acting world working, going back to work in a bar you know helped get me grounded at the time I suppose in between doing this 
it's awesome. It's a music video. But yeah, that's about it. Fantastic. Uh, do you have any advice for people who want to get into the performance industry? Because it is a tough industry to kind of break into. Yeah, just be bold. Be bold. Be as bold as you can. Take risks. And don't be afraid of failing. Because um, how else are you going to learn? I mean, we were really bold. We That's how we got here. We, we took the show to London. The London guys at Kingside Theatre, they, who were also in co-production with, they hadn't even seen the show. And they just took a punt on us. So they took a risk. And we were just being bold. We had to raise a whole lot of money to get down there, but we did it. So, yeah, just never give up. I mean, and um, don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it because, I mean, like the living proof right here, sat talking to you guys. I mean, like, for all intents and purposes, like, I should probably not even be here. <laughs> just after roadblock after roadblock after roadblock, but, you know, here I am, still ticking. But um, also, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick to anybody. It's a, especially if you're in Britain, it's a small island. We all know each other. Can't escape. Uh, yeah, can't escape. So, uh, yeah, everybody talks to one another in this, in this industry. So, yeah, just uh, turn up on time, work hard, and uh, dividends will pay. That's about it, really, yeah. yeah. That's all I can say. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in, Gavin. Just to wrap up, uh, why should people come see the show? People should come and see the show because it's really, really fun. And it's a great story. And I can guarantee you won't see anything like it. I can, I can guarantee that. <laughs> <laughs> Amos, can you also guarantee that? <laughs> uh, I haven't seen anything like it, so yeah, yeah. I can agree. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Justified. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Gavin. Thank uh, you. you can find tickets to Trainspotting live on the, uh, the Comedy Festival website and on Trainspotting website. And, I'm pretty um, sure. 45 downstairs. Yeah, 45. So yeah. is that 45 downstairs? Yeah. Uh, dot com, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Google it, you'll find it. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you, Gavin. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.